Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's me, Jay Mulatto, your favorite podcaster, and we are back for another episode. I'm smacking, girl, on this good, good, good old nasty white chocolate Kit Kat bar. If y'all ain't never tried any of the candies in the white chocolate, you sleep. Because the white chocolate Snickers, busting. White chocolate Twix, busting. All of them be good. So, even though they not paying me, y'all go check out them candy bars. But, um, anyway, I have been thinking about this, um, Oh, before I even dive into what I was going to say. Shout out to everybody that's purchased their body scrubs and body butters for me. I spoke about it on my last podcast briefly. But I do have the website up and running. And that's going to be Body Jam. B-O-D-Y-J-A-Y-M dot Weebly. W-E-B-B-L-Y dot com. I got um, different body butters infused with um, CBD oil. Let Let me explain CBD oil. This is not, and I repeat, this is not cannabis oil. So do not rub CBD body butter on your body and expect to be euphorically high like you smoke the blunt. That is not what CBD oil is used for. It is used for pain relieving and stress and calming, okay? So it should relax your muscles, but you will not be high. I repeat, you will not be high, all right? So I don't need y'all coming and telling me that you didn't get no buzz because that's not what CBD oil is for. So I would like for y'all to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to go ahead and check out the website. Hit me up if you want different stuff um, mixed in it because um, I also add aloe and somebody wanted vitamin E oil. Um, colloidal silver was added to one of them that I did. So, of course, there will be a surcharge, but I will do any and all that for you if it's in my power. Like, you know, because I, I got a little herb store I know of now and stuff like that. So if you need something to be put in your body butters or in your body scrubs hit me up man i can make it happen for you and um i do priority shipping so once your product is made it will be shipped to you in two days okay priority shipping however please be mindful that i am making my products by hand so do not send me money at three o'clock and expect me to be at the post office by five that same day because you're one person that ordered and there are several people that are ordering and I am thankful for that. But I just wanted to clarify that real quick and man, shop with me. I got good products, I promise you. So hopefully when these people start, you know, getting theirs in the mail, um, then they'll give me their reviews, girl. And then I can start posting them and then y'all will really start fucking with me. But um, anywho... I have been wanting to get on this topic for a while. It's not funny. <laughs> well, y'all think most of the shit I say is funny, and I'm not trying to be funny. But um, it has to do with parenting, man. And um, I was going to do the topic, then I was like, nah, I'm not going to do the topic. But then somebody sent me a question that could kind of be like the Ask Jay. But since this is what I want to talk about anyway, we're going to make this the Ask Jay, and then I'm going to go into detail about it. So it says, on a serious note, how do you feel about children and religion? Do you think it's okay for parents to force religion on their kids? I think black families go through this a lot, especially when it comes to Christianity. Boom. Dun, 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 dun. Keyword, black parents. That is what I am talking to you guys about today. How I think that black parents have been very, very toxic for generations to come. 
how I need you guys to break generational curses and not be so enthusiastic to be the parent that your parents were. Not to say that your parents were bad parents, but I'm going to break this down, right? How I just think that it's a lot of shit that black families do. And I say black families because I know for a fact Africans, white people, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, nobody is rushing to put their kids out when they are 18 except for black parents. Now, let me bring this to religion, right? I talk about this shit about y'all whites, the white sky Jesus or whoever that y'all be praying to in Christianity, girl. And how y'all can't eat potato chips before you marry or else you doomed to hell. And whatever whatever else they be telling y'all in church, right? I think it's so wild that black parents take away all the say-so that a child or a teenager could have about themselves for their entire lives. Except for when they about to be 18. I mean when they 18, right? So let me let me let me see how I want to word this. For example, you might know a 14-year-old boy. You know, like you might have a friend who who has a 14-year-old child and that child um goes to church. Not because that child wants to go to church. I'm here to tell you, the motherfuckers don't want to be there. Alright? There's they don't want to be there. They want to be outside at Dave and Buses and shit with their friends. But you're trying to convince them that Jesus is going to save them. And Jesus ain't never saved a nigga in no day. Alright? That's another podcast. But anyway. You telling your 14-year-old that he cannot make the decision to not go to church. But in four years, you want him to know that he's going to be able to pay for an apartment. He needs to have transportation. A full-time job. Do y'all see the, the imbalance in that? You... Would tell your child that they can, they don't know no better And the fact that they might want to play baseball instead of basketball Because you like basketball And I'm speaking about black parents Because black parents don't know shit about baseball They like, nah, you know You can go straight to the league at 18 Y'all go to the NBA Now you got your son playing basketball Not realizing that he might be one of the greatest baseball players Anybody's ever fucking seen Since Jackie Robinson on the field But black parents want to hold all the power and the control over their child Literally to the very end your mom don't want you to have niggas in the house when you're 17. She don't want you having sex. She don't want you to be doing none of this shit at 16 or 17 years old. But as soon as you turn 18, you got to get the fuck up out of there. Now, let me ask you this. For a person that has never been able to have niggas at the house, how do you think that is going to transfer to when your 18-year-old daughter finally does get a roommate and they playing $400 a piece and she can finally invite a nigga over? That nigga going to liable, excuse me, more likely be one of the niggas that could goddamn move over in there with their book bag and they charge in their back pocket. Because she ain't never had no nigga coming over. So she don't know that he's got his charger plugged up in the wall. He got five pairs of boxes in his book bag and now he finna move in. You know what I'm saying? Your parents are not, black parents are not sitting down with us. Okay, for example, I know for a fact that a lot of white families have trust funds and they set up these bank accounts for their kids that are college funds or whatever have you. Not one black family that I know has sat down with their black children and started a bank account for them. If you're giving your child $20 allowance a week, how about you start with a bank account? 
And instead of giving them that $20 bill, you put that $20 bill into a bank account, okay? And you let it accrue some interest so that those dollars create more dollars. And you show them how to use a debit card. And you show them how credit don't immediately come out. Because let me tell y'all something about credit, some motherfucker. The first time I ran some shit that I didn't have to put my PIN number in, I, did, I thought the money came right out. It didn't come out until three days later, so my balance was looking food gazy, overdraft, overdraft fee occurring, all that kind of stuff, right? Nobody's giving us this conversation. But they, white people are definitely showing they, their children how to balance checkbook, checkbooks. I don't know why I keep stumbling today. Is it the candy? I don't know what I'm doing. But um, they are balancing checkbooks with their children. Not that we are still there. I hope y'all are not writing checks and holding up the grocery store line or whatever have you. But more people are preparing their children and their teenagers for the real world for a vast amount of time. And we are not getting any of that shit from our black parents. And yet we're going to be thrown to the wolves first. I think that shit is extremely toxic. I think it's very toxic to kick your kids out at 18 years old. And to say kick them out, I saw somebody write me like, when y'all say kick kick y'all out, where do y'all go like? Do y'all mean y'all be on the street or do you get... It don't matter if we're going to be on the street or not. Our parents don't care where we're going to be at at 18. Even if my parents kicking me out, even if I did get all the necessary shit in line and I got a homegirl and we going in on this apartment, that is still being kicked out because I should not be leaving directly at 18 when I graduate from high school. We are ill prepared. Do y'all see how weird it is, though, that they'll tell you you don't know nothing, you don't know your, your mouth from your asshole, but in the same breath will not help you? That is so baffling to me. And I, I just don't understand where where the joy or where, where does the thought that if I tell my child everything they need to do, everything they think they want to do is wrong, everything that I want them to do is right, that they'll live a good life. You got to look at it. Look at your parents. Do, do, do you feel like they lived a good life? They are literally mimicking the same behaviors that they seen from their parents and maybe tweaked it a little bit and think they doing better. Let me tell you, the shit my mama was on was bogus as hell. It set me back at least 10 years, okay? And I'm going to get into detail with that. Don't be so quick to be the mama that's calling your child in the room to grab the remote control. Don't be that. Don't be that bitch. And I'm not telling y'all to be like white parents and make your kids stand in the corner and tell them time out because some people need their ass whooped. I'm all for people getting whoopings. I personally would not whip my children, but some children be out of line. If you don't know no other kind of way, then by all means, whoop them, all right? But um, let me say something. It was like my entire life I excelled in everything that had to do with, like, performing arts. I play six instruments. I could sing. I was in a dance team. Like, I ran track. I played basketball. But all my mama cared about was academics. Do y'all know where I possibly could have been today had my mama paid attention to my actual talents? And I'm not saying if your kid can sing, let them drop out of school like Beyonce did because they're going to be the next Beyonce. I'm not saying that at all. But the same energy that you're putting into your kids having to study, if you can visibly see 
how happy something makes your child and how good your child may be at that, why would you not hone in on that? I've been talking shit my entire life, okay? I've been writing my entire life. When I couldn't get through to my mom, I wrote her letters about how I felt. You know how many books I would be into books ago, publishing deals ago? Had my mama been like, yo, my daughter really got some writing skills. Like, do you know what it would have meant to me? I could have been a professional Nike sponsored track star. Not that I was, you know, Grant Torrance and nobody like that. Flojo, but I was pretty fast. I've been to the nationals. I've been to the regionals. I have done that in recreational track. Do y'all know what it could have, where I could have been had I not had to quit my job? I mean, had I not had to quit track as a high school student because my mama wouldn't buy me school clothes? Even though I'm a child that got all A's and B's. Well, really all A's ain't got no B since I was in like elementary school. A nigga walking around here with a 4.0 and I can't get school clothes because I'm at a working age. And so now you feel like I should have a job. You know how you do. You know how insane that is too. how many of us have been chasing money for so long that we don't even really know what we want to do. I just had this conversation with somebody when I was a dancer, like, you know, well, a dancer that I danced with. And I was like, bro. When I lost my job, I started dancing because I had got my heart broken. I still had bills to pay and yada, yada, yada. But had I not even started working in high school, bruh, all my choices would have been very different. But the fact that I had been working since I was 15 years old with that worker's permit, I couldn't see a time in my life where I wasn't making my own money. And, of course, I don't have the support. I don't know what kind of families y'all come from, but I come from a single mom who got married when I was in high school and had another kid. So I still can't ask them for nothing because they raising a whole nother child at this point. You feel what I'm saying? I don't come from a family of wealth. Most of us do not as black people. I'm not saying that y'all don't have families with good money. I'm saying that I didn't come from a family with a lot of money. So, to constantly be punching the clock and punching the clock, when you get to a point where even when you're depressed, it's like, what could I do without money? All I've been chasing is money. So, me not being able to go to work, I went to dancing because that was the quickest way to make money. You get what I'm saying? Like, my decision-making has solely been on chasing money. I'm 29 years old, and I could not imagine having another job because I have literally been working and pushing myself to the bone since I could remember. All on shit that I don't give a fuck about. You feel what I'm saying? All to pay bills. All to help somebody else out, a.k.a. family. All to do this for people who, who willingly and still habitually tell me no don't raise your kids like that man i'm asking y'all to be different y'all see this we we have open communications we have these podcasts we have these different type of specialists who talk about this shit now we was growing up it would have it would be taboo to be talking about how bad our parents treated us but now it's open forums for us to discuss this because clearly that shit that niggas have been doing for the last 30, 40, 50 nigga years. 
whatever they was doing all them years did not work. Now, before I continue my rant, y'all know I got to go to my little slight commercial break because this is how I pay my bills. And then we diving right back into this because, you know, I'm passionate as hell about this shit. Don't raise your kids like that, man. I'm asking y'all to be different. Y'all see this. We we have open communications. We have these podcasts. We have these different type of specialists who talk about this shit now. We was growing up, it would have it would be taboo to be talking about how bad our parents treated us. But now it's open forums for us to discuss this because clearly that shit the niggas have been doing for the last 30, 40, 50 nigga years has not been helping us progress. Instead of teaching your child that as soon as they turn 15, they need to get a, a job, maybe you should ask your kids, do they want to start a business? Have y'all watched Shark Tank? Do you, How many black kids y'all see come over there with their parents? Not many. You know how many eight, seven-year-olds that are white be on there with bottle caps, making necklaces and bracelets, getting $250,000 loans at eight years old to start their own business, bro? Because that's how them white folks stay above us. Because not only do they keep using their white privilege, aside from the white privilege that they already got, they giving their kids the tools they need to succeed out here. Our parents not giving us shit like that. We not balancing no checkbooks. We not starting no motherfucking businesses. We got to be out at 18. Imagine. Imagine people telling you, up to your 18th birthday, everything you need to do, what time you need to go to bed, when you need to be in the house, and as soon as you walk across that stage and get your diploma, you on your own. What preparation? What preparation was given to you to be a thriving and successful black person out here from your black parents? What did they really give you that that got you on the one up over all of us? Not a motherfucking thing, bro. Everything you probably know, you learned on your own. You gathered on your own. It was not given to you by them. Because they have never been worried about giving it to us. It seems as though raising us was like a chore. Like, oh, I had you, but let me hurry up and get you the fuck up out of here. That's how I felt about my childhood and people that I've seen that I were black that I grew up with. And, you know, just looking in on black families and shit. It just don't be right. So I'm asking y'all to be to be the right parents, bro. Be different. Pay attention to your children. You might got a bad child over there, but he doodle like a motherfucker. And when he doodle, you look at the pictures and it be very beautifully illustrated art. Don't let that go to waste because you, you mad at him because he bad. He need to be bad. I mean, he don't need to be bad. He do need to focus on his studies, but don't take away something that can make him a millionaire either. Punishing your children... From great talents is wild punishment, and it could harm them. Your child being bad and failing the class means they shouldn't be going outside. They can't talk on the phone. You can't spend the weekend at your friend's house like you thought you was before I got this progress report. But do not take your child out of basketball. Do not take your child out of track. Do not take your child out of football practice. Don't take them from their piano lesson because you feel like it's extracurricular. Because extracurricular saves niggas' lives. Because them people that have football practice and 
and they can't afford them football dudes, and now they turn to the streets. Them boys die out there in them streets, bro. Don't nothing be good out here for folks. Don't take away they, they God-given talents as a punishment. Since you don't know how to act, oh, give me that paint set out your room. That ain't going to work. All that's going to do is make your child turn to something that ain't going to make them a millionaire or something that they, they don't really care about, bro. So, I don't have no kids. And I know people that have kids get real touchy when people talk about parenting and stuff like that. But I'm here to tell y'all, man, I ain't a serial killer. But I know that the shit that serial killers do is wrong. It's certain stuff you don't have to be to know that there are better ways to do it. I am no longer in school. But if you see how they teach the multiplication tables, you'll be like, yo, I'm no teacher, but this shit cannot work. Niggas do not have this much time on a standardized test. Okay, I'm going to tell you how they do it. They say it's nine times four. You're going to take, you're going to make four rows. Literally, you're going to draw four, four rows on a, on a piece of paper. And you're going to put nine circles in each row. And then you're going to count all the fucking. How the hell in a standardized test? And we only got an hour to answer 75 questions. Am I going to be able to draw 36 circles out and count them? And that's just one problem. Are y'all kidding me? I don't need to be a teacher to know that that's ineffective teaching. Okay? So, Please do not inbox me telling me I'm not a parent and you got to make tough decisions. I know you got to make tough decisions. And the toughest decision I'm telling y'all to do and the toughest decision I'm telling y'all to make is care about your children's future more than you care about yourself. Because I feel like that's a selfish way of parenting. You get what I mean? That is my take on it. Do not take away your children's talents. Because you are angry at something they do. And a lot of times I've heard statements where they be like, I don't care if a child is mad at me. All that kind of shit is toxic, bro. All that is is I do what I want to do. I say what I want to say to my kid. Like, I don't owe no child no apology. Yes, the hell some of y'all do. Black parents get wild, angry, and say the wildest shit to their kids and never apologize. Now we 35-year-olds. That got mommy and daddy issues because we don't feel like our parents ever loved us because all they called us was helpless, motherfuckers, bitches, and hoes. And every time they got mad, they threw shit and never said sorry. They are a creator of a lot of our emotional, mental, and spiritual baggage. And I'm asking y'all to not be that for y'all kids. I want y'all kids to grow up and be like, man, I had one of the best mommies ever, man. My mama heard me singing in the shower and then got me a vocal trainer. And here we are today. I'm on my sixth, my sixteenth Grammy. I want to see, I want to see stories like that from y'all kids. I want to see y'all turn it around. I want y'all to your your, your baby, instead your baby got a, a a tablet and they got note, they got um notebooks and laptops because the the classrooms are online now basically. But y'all won't take them to get a bank account. Y'all won't help them manage money. Y'all won't have them looking at, you know, the cost of how much it is to live. Because everybody like to be on the internet. Like, if you can pay rent, you can pay mortgage. Fake news. Because motherfucking homeowner association fee. Something go wrong in my house. I got to call the plumber on my own. The exterminator. When you rent from somebody, they do all that shit yourself. Uh, with uh, You know, within the lease. So, you don't have to worry about all them extracurricular bills. 
Don't don't have that child that's on the internet thinking that renting and mortgage is the one and the same. Because they're fucking not. But see, that's for niggas who don't know shit. You see what I'm saying? And the people that's retweeting that and believing that are the other niggas that don't know shit. And I tell y'all all the time, my biggest pet peeve is the misinformed trying to inform the uninformed. Because the uninformed got a, got a, got a blank slate, you see. They don't know shit. But so they can learn. But the misinformed person has all the wrong information and is sharing it amongst people. They are the most dangerous niggas on this planet. The misinformed are the most dangerous, okay? And most of the time, the misinformed don't even want to hear the corrections on what the fuck they saying is wrong. So I'm just asking y'all that our parents that have the that have been blessed. With the blessing of a child, because there are many people out here wishing they had children. Many people who wishing they had that unconditional love that you are receiving from your child, no matter how wrong you do them. No matter how you snap at them because you had a long day, and then you come back and be like, oh, that energy wasn't for you. Even if you didn't say that, that kid is hurt, but that kid still loves you because you their mommy or their daddy. It's a lot of us who want that love, and you are receiving it. And I'm asking you to put it to the best use possible and building them a better future than our parents built for us. That is all I'm asking y'all for this podcast. So, I just want to wrap today up with that. And you guys sink and sit on that and tell other people that are parents to listen to this. And have the open conversations, man. Sit down with your parents and be like, yo, you know that shit was wild crazy that you thought that what you was doing was... It's no way you thought that what you was doing or however you thought what you was doing. However you got to phrase it, man. Sometimes a lot of us got to get over our emotional baggage by having that conversation that makes everybody uncomfortable. And you need to have those uncomfortable conversations with your children now. Break the cycle. That's all I'm asking y'all. So, y'all know where y'all can find me. J Mulatto, J-A-Y-M-U-L-L-A-T-O. That is on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. And that's on Facebook. Told y'all where to find my my body butters and my body scrubs is body jam b-o-d-y dash j-a-y-m dot weebly dot com man put in your put in your orders make me be busy give me something to do give me something to make hit me up if you got an ask j question by all means send it to me if you have any feedback by all means send it to me you know we go through this each and every week so My fault. I thought I was about to die on a Kit Kat. <laughs> but we go through this each and every week, man. I thank y'all for tuning in with me. And you have been listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect.